What is going on, guys? It is Marie Rose here from the Rose Podcast. Unfortunately, that would normally be the time where you'd hear Zoe and she'd do her intro and we'd have a little bit of back and forth chat. Yeah. Um, when I do that, unfortunately, today, Zoe has had an absolute week and a half. And unfortunately, she's not able to be here for this week's podcast, but we send her strength and support through this absolutely insane week that she's had. She's been so busy. So I thought I would take one for the team and I'd still produce something for you guys that was maybe a little bit different than what we normally talk about. But shout out to Zoe. Miss you. Miss you. So yeah, let's pretty much divulge. So I don't know about you guys, but I have been freaking obsessed with murder mysteries lately. I mean, I've always been obsessed with them. I think they're really interesting to sort of understand and put the pieces together, you know, piece of the puzzles together. I love little like clues and things like that and documentaries. So as I do, I was streaming on Binge the other night and I stumbled across the Brittany Murphy documentary, which I thought was just going to be another, you know, celebrity autobiography. Definitely not. Um, for those of you who will know who I'm talking about, it probably unlocked a memory in your head. Brittany Murphy was the actress that starred as Ty in Clueless, which was huge. The 1995 film that was pretty much her breakthrough role, but she has done some absolute killer films. I mean, she was in Girl Interrupted in 1999 with um, Angelina Jolie, and then she really like really started appearing in her like ability was in don't say a word which is a psychological thriller with michael douglas one of my favorite films as well as obviously if you you know if you haven't watched this movie you're missing out as well as eight mile which is the movie where she co-starred along eminem so she's done some absolute killers but those are like her most known ones and yeah so what i was not aware of Bruni Murphy died in 2009 at the age of 32. So when I started work, watching this documentary, I very quickly found out how sinister the story of her death was. And that's what we're sort of going to get into today. So strap yourselves in because this is, you know, the Rose podcast's first murder mystery episode. So basically the story goes... Brittany Murphy, as um, this is also narrated from the documentary, but also with a little bit of backstory research as well. Basically, what happened was Brittany Murphy was renownedly known in the industry as being an extremely kind, loving, bubbly personality, and she loved love. Like, I think she was engaged something like three times. She loved the idea of just being married and having children, having a really nice family. And so when she married her husband, Simon Monjack, in 2007, apparently she was completely smitten. The only thing was everyone else had a different vibe from him. So Simon Monjack sort of was, has been, I'll say has been assumed and suspected of being a little bit more uh, sinister than what he has, you know, showed himself to be, which we're going to get a little bit into uh, later on. But for, that was just a little bit of a beginning context for what we're going to talk about later. So basically, if you uh, go through and watch this documentary, you'll see at 8 a.m. on December 20th, 2009, Brittany Murphy was found apparently collapsed in the bathroom of her home in Los Angeles. 
uh, firefighters actually attempted to resuscitate Murphy and then she was actually transported to Cedars Sinea probably said that wrong medical center where she was pronounced dead at 10.04 a.m. after going into cardiac arrest now of course because of the manner of the way she died a autopsy was performed on her and what they actually found was that she her cause of death was put down to pneumonia with secondary factors of iron deficiency anemia and multiple drug intoxication now the reason that this is one of the most you know interesting point of views as to how she died and this is probably where a lot of the conspiracies behind her death has come from was a lot of people didn't know she was sick you know and not at this sort of level you know pneumonia is commonly known as being something that is extremely damaging on the human body and you genuinely cannot get out of bed So a lot of people have a lot of speculations in regards to the fact that she was living with her husband and her mother. And there's a lot of conspiracy around if her, you know, if her husband knew she was sick, why wouldn't he have taken her to the doctor? I mean, pneumonia is a really intense illness and it's really obvious. So I absolutely lived for this documentary. I was hooked the minute I saw that. So anyway, so Brittany Murphy dies on... Uh, in late December 2009 the entire Hollywood scene freaks out right because what a lot of people didn't know that was really showed to the media but was really highlighted in this most recent documentary was her husband was not observed as being the greatest husband in their actual social circle so the reason is, well, the rumors are that her husband, Simon, was really renowned to be an extremely controlling personality, even when she was on set, which, I mean, I had to do a little bit of backstory, didn't I? So uh, well, that's what I've done. So basically, Simon Monjack, he was an English man, um, and he had used to, when he first met Brittany, he proposed himself as a film director and producer and writer. Now, there have been multiple claims of other people that met Simon in, you know, professional industries within Hollywood that have claimed that Simon proposed himself as being extremely wealthy in appearance, in extreme success with his films, to a point where he had actually advertised one of his films as being the most highly supported and celebrated films in independent films in in the UK. Now, the particular person that he had said this to at this particular dinner, he knew someone within the film industry in, in England. In England, he went and asked his mate, and his mate pretty much said, "I watched the film; it was terrible." So there were alarm bells ringing in Hollywood about this guy. I mean, there was accusations that he hadn't even paid a personal trainer for years. Like this was like a high-end personal trainer. I mean, this guy worked with some high-end people, right? So I was like, ooh, the trickery. I mean, I got so excited. I was hooked. And then I was freaking out because I had no idea that Brittany Murphy had died. I knew that she had died, but I didn't realize the complexity because I would have been like eight years old when she died. So I was still little. But anyway, we're getting off the topic. Basically, what came about was a lot of her fans came out lately and have explained that there is a lack of understanding between what the coroner's reports found 
and the likelihood that she wouldn't have been showing symptoms, right? I mean, when you look at anything to do with lungs, I mean, no pun intended, we're going through COVID, so we're thinking about our lungs 24-7. And, you know, you, you can tell when someone's not feeling fantastic. They're saying this chick had, like, last stages pneumonia. You're telling me you're living with this woman and didn't know that she was sick? I mean, doesn't make sense. So the conspiracy is that her husband purposely did not call any medical attention for Brittany during her last days. I mean, shit, that's pretty much murder, isn't it? You know, assumed. Allegedly, the good word that everyone always says in these kind of situations, allegedly. Here's where it gets weirder. Okay. Simon Monjack. This is Britney's husband, right? All of a sudden, after her death, she has her mother, Sharon Murphy, on national television with Simon doing an interview that was hella sketchy okay now when i talk about this i am talking about sharon murphy this woman apparently was obsessed with her daughter i mean sharon and britney were as thick as thieves are always together they lived together their whole lives they were never away from each other and then all of a sudden in this weird ass post death mourning period interview the mother-in-law and the son-in-law are using words like sweetheart, love. They do a photo shoot. Oh, I mean, this kills me every time. They did a photo shoot with Brittany Murphy's photo, but the way that they were posing, they looked like they were in a relationship. I mean, how am I to judge people's grieving patterns? I mean, you do you, boo. But there was something sketchy. You know, shit was not adding up. So I watched the interview back after I watched this documentary. I watched the interview with the mum and the son-in-law. And my God, the fucking weirdness just ex- like went up 70,000%. She used to crawl in bed after her daughter died. She would crawl in bed with her son-in-law on some nights when she felt lonely. I'm sorry. What? What in the Alabama is going on here? Excuse me. What do you mean? Crawl in bed with your son-in-law. Hmm. Weird. Sorry. Weird. I mean, <laughs> crazy, right? And it gets weirder. Apparently, straight after Brittany Murphy's death, Simon established um, the Brittany Murphy Foundation, which was a charitable fund for children's um, arts education, as well as supported the USO and cancer research. Now, that actual um, foundation was launched on February 4th, 2010, and it was launched in a fundraiser event at Sabana Theatre in Beverly Hills. And here's where shit gets weirder. After a record search revealed that the foundation's non-for-profit status had not been filed, the foundation refunded any donations received. I mean, 
What? It gets even weirder. Apparently, now this is alleged. No one actually knows this is true. People have actually honestly come out. These were people that were associates of Britney, knew her throughout her life. Apparently, during after the death, there was a memorial that was proposed to be created in honor of Britney. Now, like any normal people, this was supposed to be for people to get together to mourn. There was allegations for this memorial that the Brittany Murphy Foundation was announced by Simon Monjack through some sort of email or message or whatever. And every guest was asked to bring a donation or they weren't welcomed to the memorial. I mean, sorry? What? I couldn't even. So that's when I got a little bit interested in like the swindling. I mean, if you want a full debrief of the insanity that is this documentary, please go on to binge, get an account and freaking watch it because it is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. I had no idea that her death was like, it was absolutely insane. Now, I looked at that and I was like, what the hell? Oh, I thought that was it. No, no. It gets crazier. Are you ready? Wait for it. So, Britney dies December 2009, right? Then, Simon, right? The husband was found dead on the 23rd of May 2010 in the same house, in the same room where Britney died, right? He was pronounced dead on the 23rd of May, 2010. Are you ready for it? He was pronounced dead with the cause being acute pneumonia and severe anemia. What? I mean, pause, hold the phone. You're telling me that this man, right, dies barely five months after his wife with the exact same conditions? Hmm. I want to talk to Sharon. Let's have a conversation with Sharon, just quietly. But anywho, we're not going to get too conspiracy just yet. Let's keep going because there's so much more to talk about. Simon... As we talked about before, he was known to have a little bit of a reputation as being a little bit of a swindler, and fuck was he correct. Okay, because what a lot of people don't know, right? Monjack, in 2005, there was warrants issued for his arrest in Virginia for credit card fraud, right? But then those charges were all of a sudden dropped. Then in 2006, um, a bank successfully actually sued Monjack and he was actually evicted from his four homes for $470,000. Gets better. And then in 2007, Monjack was arrested again and spent nine days in jail. Faced deportation as well, because obviously he's English, so his visa to the United States has expired. This place doesn't have the best track record, right? Like, sketchy, very, very sketchy. Apparently, when she was on, when Britney was on set, there was a really well-known sort of aura of obedience and control from Simon towards Britney and that he would 
literally dictate everything she did. Right. I was like, oh, like all these puzzle pieces are adding up. And I'm just thinking, how did no one put two and two together and try and help? Right. Oh, no. People tried to help. But what happened was any time someone would try and get involved and tell Brittany, you know, you saved, you trust this man, either fired if they worked for her or cut ties. Cut ties, you know, don't exist in my life. I don't know about you, but this is all sounding very, very mastery, very controlling, sort of psychological abuse, quietly. This is all assumptions, you know, but um, sorry. I mean, crazy, right? Now, apparently, Brittany, I mean, if you've seen Brittany Murphy in all, a lot of her films, she was stunning. I mean, she had a great body. She was a great girl in real life. And apparently she'd lost so much weight that she was beyond worrisome. I mean, there was, you know, trigger warning, but there was severe concern that she could possibly have been suffering severe anorexia or bulimia until a point where she actually publicly made statements against the claims that society was bringing towards her because a lot of people were really concerned about her weight. Here's where things get interesting. A woman comes out in this documentary and actually says that she was an ex-partner of Monjack and that Monjack had a innate fixation, I guess you could say, uh, you know, want. He really loved the look of women that looked like they were anorexic or were beyond, you know, your normal society of thin. And 2009, don't forget, guys, that was a really shitty social stage, you know, for society. I mean, barely there was like in thing. I know that sounds really horrible, but, you know, the thinner you were, the more socially acceptable it was. And so you could imagine Hollywood at that time, plus your partner being like that. I mean, shit, the girl didn't have a chance. I mean, apparently she used to get fired off sets because of the behavior that Simon, I mean, you know, she'd go from one end to another. There's a lot of claims that there was drug use, which, you know, the mother and Simon have profusely, profusely argued against socially saying that she was not someone that used any sort of drugs other than her prescribed medication. But then there's a lot of people that claim otherwise, you know, that think she was on something all the time. So, you know, You've got tit for tat, a really like interesting perspective that has come out from all this. I mean, a lot of people think that there is some interesting suspicion between the way that Monjack died so soon after Britney's death in the same way. You know, it was almost like a performed death does that make sense sort of like mirrored you know in honor of which i thought was fucking insane so i like i had to hop on this story because i had no idea her death was this complex and then it got me thinking of so many other you know famous deaths that are so you know widely conspiracy theoried on you know marilyn monroe being one of the biggest ones and i mean absolutely insane so if you have time and you don't really know you know what to watch or are really interested in getting sort of nitty-gritty history of like hollywood please check out the Brittany murphy documentary on binge 
it'll blow your mind because there's so many twists and turns. I've only like, I'm only doing a short episode this week, but the amount of information in this movie is insane. The people that come out with such interesting topics and, you know, and they brought out pieces of information that, you know, the public has never heard before. I mean, there's personal statements from family members on Simon's side you know, they could never get an interview with Sharon. Apparently she's gone completely MIA because there was a whole logistics with the inheritance. Sharon got all the inheritance in the will, but Simon had burned through, like, I don't want to spoil it for you totally, but you need to watch this doc. I mean, it's absolutely insane. If you are into murder mysteries like me, you will fiend for it. But if you guys have any murder mysteries that you want me to watch that I probably haven't watched yet, please let me know. You know, and the best way to contact us, as always, as we say every week, is through the Instagram at the Rose Podcast, R O Z E. Send us through a DM. Tell us about a doc you want me to watch. Zoe hates murders or anything that is really gory. So I'll probably watch it and talk to her about it and we'll have a little discussion. But please send us through really wacky, you know, conspiracies or murder mysteries or Hollywood based stories that you just think are absolutely out of this world and don't make any sense. And there's a whole these like twists. Let me know. We will cover it. Okay. So yeah, as always, make sure you follow us on our Spotify at the Rose Podcast so that you can keep up to date with all of our episodes because I'll probably do this maybe once a month or every two months. I think the next big case that we want to talk about is Gabby Petito, which if you've been on the internet at all, you would have seen it lately. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be a big one, but stay safe, stay healthy. We miss you all. Love you. Have a good week. Bye.